Hey, y'all. I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life-first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the System Samey podcast. I'm so excited to nerd out today with you about quizzes. And I know that I am a personality quiz junkie. If you ask me any Myers-Briggs, DISC, Enneagram, human design, I don't even know all of them at this point. But if you ask me, I will know my type. (laughs) So this is going to be a really fun episode with my good friend, Linda, who is totally the quiz queen and has helped so many folks build a quiz that is fun and also strategic, which is very important. So without further ado, Miss Linda, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you such for ha- thank you so much for having me here. Yes, absolutely. So first things first, go ahead and tell the good people a little bit about you and your business. Absolutely. So I'm Linda Sadu. I call myself a personality expert and quiz creator. And it's crazy how I ended up here, but not so much after I tell you the story. But years ago, when I joined a pharmaceutical company, I was calling on dermatologists. And so I leapfrogged into the industry. Originally, pharmaceutical sales reps start with general doctors, and I didn't. I worked at the SBC Yellow Pages. That's a whole nother story. But after that, I got a job in dermatology sales. And I was really nervous because some of these doctors actually did clinical studies on the acne products and different things that I had. So I was like, who am I to tell them what to do and what to use on their patients? Luckily, my company actually, during my training process, brought in somebody who was certified in DISC, and he spent a week with us. And we learned our DISC personas. We learned um, how to people read our doctors. So that way, when we would go to call on these doctors, if I had to call on you, Jordan, I would know right away that you're fast action. Uh, you're also task oriented. So that means that my conversation would you, with you would go different than somebody who was heart centered. <laughs> and so my approach for you would be, I'd be like, okay, when Dr. Jordan gets out of the office seeing a client or seeing her patient, I'm going to show her this new study, get to the point, and then ask her where she thinks she would use my product. And you would tell me where you would use it on your patients. And I would say, great, why don't you try it out on your teenage acne boy patients and let me know how it goes. And that's how the sales call went. However, if it was opposite of your personality, those types of people are a little bit more slower with decision-making. It takes them longer to build your notes and trust with them. So I would do lunches. I would do speaker programs and invite them to the program where I would have you speak at telling people how you used my products. And so that's how I did things. And it made sense in my head. It was also really easy for me to do. And it leveraged my personality, which is how to build relationships and communicate with my doctors in a way that feels good for both them and I. And because I used this strategy, I was like top 10 sales every single year in a row. And it was yeah. really effortless. So when I went to launch my own business and launch my very first course, I was like, what better way to do it than doing a personality quiz so I can segment my audience and understand how to communicate and sell to them. And then it was very soon after that that I realized I should not just be doing email marketing. I should definitely niche down into personality quizzes. And that's what brought me here. Yeah, which is so cool. And 
I think that so many people, when they think of business quizzes, they think of, okay, I'm finding out where they're at in their journey or they're saying, oh, how much revenue are they making so that I know that they qualify for something. But what I think that you do really well is the fact that the personality side is really what draws people in. People love to know about themselves. That's why I literally know every every quiz result that I've ever taken. And so that's a way to make it about them. But also, again, on the strategic side, it's you would know then how to sell to me because of which personality I have. And it's it actually takes a lot of pressure off of the host of the quiz of trying to figure out like the best result for people because you already have those pre-made buckets and you just have to make it tailored to yours, which I think is super, super smart and whatnot. I would love to know why DISC over other personality tests, because I don't know if that's just the one that, that resonated with you the most, or why do you think that DISC is more powerful than maybe some of the others? So that's a great question. So there are so many different personality assessments you can take out there. And so that was my original training. When I went into the pharmaceutical industry, the people who came out were actually DISC certified. They divided us up into four different parts of the room. I was a high I. Um, They just did a lot of, it was always through the lens of DISC. And so that's where I first learned the knowledge of the different, you're either fast action or you're slower with making decisions. And you're either people-oriented or you're task-oriented. If you look at Myers-Briggs, I think it's pretty much the same, um, but it's more complicated because it's 16 personalities. So they almost divide up little, there's four within one quadrant. Then there's four within the other quadrant, right? And then if you look at Enneagram, it's nine different personalities. But if you are trying to create a quiz which I was trying to do in 2019. And I think the, I was like, okay, I just need to simplify this. And so I went back to the disc format because it was the most simplified way to divide people up into one of four personalities. Now keep in mind that all of us have all the personality traits within us. It's just, you'll eventually fall into one quadrant over the other three, which is how I try to write the questions and serve up the right answers. So people will take the quiz and they'll get the right quadrant. Now, the other thing is is if you're really serious about this and you're really determined to get your clients into the right bucket, keep in mind that it takes hundreds of questions to really get to the bottom of your true personality. And if you want to do it that way, you might want to create more of an assessment. But for the purposes of business owners, really, we're just trying to attract the right leads and have them become, have them join your community. For the purpose of this, I only use nine to 10 questions. And out of the nine to 10 questions, only five are really personality questions. So I'm trying to hit it um, and be as efficient as possible. But the real point is I would love for them to become a new lead for me or you know join my community so I can right. potentially work with them in the future. Nice. Yeah. I think that, again, I love that you shared it's nine to 10 questions. It's not the hundred questions that uh, you mentioned with the personality quizzes in general, um, but still again, serving their ego, let's be honest, but then also serving your mission and what you want to um, accomplish too, which is help somebody 
my quiz obviously was with around VIP day ideas and VIP day types or whatever the end goal is for people. So today's episode, we get to dive into one of our good friend Ellen Yin's quizzes because she hired you to support her in that space. And when I saw that y'all were doing this, I was super pumped and I'm really grateful that you're coming on here and sharing all the details and all the benefits and really how low lift a quiz can actually be. Because I think quizzes, there are a lot of moving parts, but at the same time, the, what do they say? High stakes, high rewards. I don't know. I'm terrible with like analogies and cliches and things, but which is sad because that's the whole point. But I'm really excited to dive into the results and whatnot. And I'm actually going to also, for those of you listening or watching, I'm going to add in the podcast episode that Linda did on Ellen's podcast, Cubicle to CEO, which was around borrowing the personality quiz funnel behind a 70K launch. So super juicy. It'll be in the show notes. So if you love this episode, then you can get more juicy behind the scenes details and stuff on Ellen's podcast, Cubicle to CEO, where Linda was on it. So before we get to the results of... Uh, Ellen's quiz, I would love to know what was Ellen's reasoning for creating the quiz? Um, What was she hoping to gain from it all? Yeah, she reached out to me about a year before we actually did it. And she was interested in quizzes. She was just like, I want to do a quiz. I'm excited about this. And unfortunately, I was actually putting together the quiz to cash bash summit. And I was in over my head. And I was like, I don't think I can take this on right now, which was probably a good thing that I told her no, because when we revisited the idea, it was really in alignment because she had fully pivoted to become a media company at that point. And so she was in between. Then when I finally did work with her, she had pivoted and she was now a media company. And so she wanted to come up with a new lead magnet and she'd always wanted to do a quiz. She also realized that that if you haven't realized this, but it's all about relationship-based marketing It's all about networking, building collaborations, connecting with your audience. Like we're really moving into, which I know you appreciate, it's just all about connection. And so she thought, what better way than to have a personality assessment or quiz where you can meet somebody where they are, let them be seen and heard, and really build connection and engagement from the start. So those were her reasonings. She had a pivot and she really wanted to build a connection. Yeah, which again, when you think of pivot and whatnot, you're thinking of, okay, now I have to, I really do have to reorient who my audience is and how I do connect with them. Because I think of when I pivoted to VIP days and then again, I'm not really pivoting out of VIP days, but like shimmying a little bit. There is a reorienting process that has to happen. And I do think the fact that quizzes help to segment people is super helpful in that transitional period that you go through. So super, super smart for Ellen. And I know that it was a year before that she reached out, but I do think divine timing was in your favor for sure. So let's break it down. Share what Ellen's quiz is. We'll have the link in the show notes for y'all to go and take Ellen's quiz, but share with us a little bit about what is the title of the quiz and then Again, she had quite a few results come out of hers. So I'm really curious because we talked about how DISC has obviously four results, but then she had, I think, more than four results. At least it seems like it anyway from seeing all of the 
uh, sharing of the results. So would love to hear again, just a little bit about the quiz. Yeah. So she did just have four results. I kept with the same strategy, even though I think a lot of people shared it. She had like 50 people share it that week when it came out. And that just brings me to mention too, that quizzes are shareable. This is a lead magnet where people get excited. They want to tell people, this is what I am. What are you? And so when you do have a quiz, oftentimes, all of a sudden, the wind takes the sale and people start taking it and sharing it. And that's what happened to her. But it was four results and we divided them up into the disc personas. And um, I just think that, okay, so back to her title. So when I originally met with her, the morning I met with her and did the kickoff call, I'd woke up that day and it's always like clear is better than clever. And her brand is cubicle to CEO. And so I was thinking we have to stay in alignment with that. So where do we go from there? She wanted to really just take the word cubicle out. And so we really focused on CEO was the word. And so the title of her quiz was what's your CEO style? So it was not super clever. It was very straight to the point, very clear. And that way, when people actually read the title, it's interesting. With a good title, you're going to repel the the right people and attract the right people. So when people look at that title, if they identify with the word CEO, they're going to take the quiz. If they don't, they're not going to take it. And so we wanted to be really clear and attract the right people to her audience And that's exactly what we went with. So it was very simple title with four very simple results. And you probably should have been the change maker. Does that resonate? Does that, is that what you got? So that's that dominant entrepreneur and the one below you that was a little bit slower paced, but task oriented. We called that the whip smart achiever. That was my favorite one. That was the first result name I came up with. And then we tried to figure out the rest of them. Um, and then I'm actually in a high, I'm an influencer and I believe I was the magnetic connector in her quiz, but there was another one too. It's the peacemaker. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. And so again, what's cool is the results are again, the high D high S high C, but the naming of them is again, in a way that's going to resonate with Ellen's audience. And with that, I, what I loved about the quiz and what seemed to happen when you guys were promoting it was the fact that people were wanting to share what they were. And I, so I think the naming of the quiz results was really brilliant and well done because some personality quizzes, like the wealth dynamics, I think, like my result is the Lord. And I'm like, I don't really want to share that because that makes me sound weird. (laughs) So the naming even really is crucial because you want it to be shareable. So the title needs to be shareable and then the results equally need to be a shareable opportunity as well. So you created the quiz, CEO style, and uh, again, Ellen worked with you. So what were some of the things that you were building for her and building out for her as far as assets to then be ready to launch? Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention, which was a big reason behind why we did the quiz is she wanted it to lead to her podcast. And so the, one of the biggest reasons this was super fun because it was something different than what I've done with other clients in the past was we repurposed 20 of her episodes per result page. So depending on your result, if you were the change maker, 
we went really deep. Like I think three layers deep. She was really cool about, okay, let's go deeper. She's like, I like this Linda, but let's go a little bit deeper and give an example. So she really stretched me a little bit, which was super fun too, because I enjoy being challenged. But essentially what we did was we repurposed 20 different podcast episodes in each of the four result page. So depending on what result you got, you would get podcast episodes that related to your personality. So if you were the change maker like you are, what would happen is she would be like, okay, here is a great podcast episode that can leverage your strengths. And we revealed that in the top when we revealed you were the change maker. But then we also showcased the blind spots. But be aware that when you are a change maker, sometimes you leave out that emotional connection with your audience because you're so go and you've got your to-do list and you're going places. Uh, but sometimes your blind spot could be that you really need to emotionally connect with people. And so she shared a podcast episode of where she did that. It was like a solo episode on just connecting with your audience. And then throughout the quiz result pages, we had little nuggets where we would drop and be like, hey, take a listen to this if this resonates. She did three things that really mattered. And these were all in all of the result pages. But she talked about gaining visibility, having clarity in your business, and being able to actually sell. And so within those three tips to having more success with your business, again, was like another golden nugget drop of a podcast episode. And because we did this, within seven days, she had over uh, around a thousand of her podcast episodes were actually listened to that week. So she had a boost of a thousand downloads, which was great. In seven days. (laughs) That's very fast. And, and that's like the coveted result for podcast hosts. They're always trying to get, figure out ways to increase downloads. So a thousand in seven days, that's, that's impressive. (laughs) Definitely impressive. So then with that, we already talked about one of the results, but what was the like launch plan or the promotional plan, right? Because you have to get it out there and put it out there. And we say quizzes are super shareable. So what was the way that you guys decided to put it out there in the world? So what happened with Ellen is she was super busy around that time, but she didn't want to deter the quiz from not coming out. So it's that done is better than perfect uh, motto, right? That both I'm sure you and her can really relate with. And I thought that was great. Done is better than perfect. Let's just get it out. And what happened was she, I think she just did one email. I actually uh, helped her write the email because I was doing the support for her behind the scenes and I wanted to get it out to her audience as well. And what happened was uh, she shared it with one email to her list. And then from there, after people took the quiz, 50 people shared it on social media and tagged her on Instagram. A thousand people downloaded the podcast episodes that week. And four people volunteered to send an email to their community to share her quiz. And because of the shareability and how much fun people were having... There was 500 new leads in 14 days with just such a low lift launch. Literally one email, <laughs> like, you know, and then you kind of spread out from there, which is pretty cool. So then, 
So if she only sent one email, then all of the extra sharing as far as people's emails lists and then obviously on social, was that something that was mentioned in that one email? Or, hey, let me know if you want to share it or please share it. Was that um, mentioned at all or did that seem to just be something that because of the shareability? Yeah, um, basically, I think people were just excited about it. It was not share it and I'll give you this or anything like there was no like carrot dangling. It was all because people were having fun. One thing that I loved about Ellen's quiz was the quiz results page. And that's why I think the shareability really became what it was. And like you mentioned, too, one of Ellen's goals was the fact that she wanted to increase her podcast listens or downloads. Right. So is this quiz strategy super helpful, supportive, in alignment for others who have a podcast or uh, blogs or YouTube videos, or basically some sort of heavy content part of their business? And if so, like, how would that, how could that apply to others who have different content models as well? Absolutely. So I love this idea about repurposing content for your business, even if you don't have a podcast. So here's some mm -hmm. of my thoughts around this. If you have yeah. a podcast, you are sitting on so much gold and you can definitely yes. repurpose it. And what better way to repurpose it than with a quiz where you can have the result page that have different episodes. You could also have it in your welcome series and it's all set up on yeah. automation, right? So here's yeah. what's interesting. There's a couple of things I really like to repurpose in a welcome series after I've helped somebody put a quiz together. Uh, but first and foremost, you can use YouTube videos, you can use podcast interviews, whether it's your own podcast or maybe a podcast you've been on where you wanna repurpose it and continue to showcase that. You can do blog posts, big features like Forbes articles, right? They, that can all get repurposed in your quiz and in your welcome series. Another thing I like to do is I like to add a survey to the welcome series because I love to continue to get gathered data. And another secret is what better way to have something collecting data than something that's on automation. So in a perfect world, what I would love to do is have different podcast episodes highlighted. You could also have a survey in one of your emails that's in your welcome series. I've actually incorporated that into my welcome series, and I've had almost 200 people take it at this point. And so that way it's all on automation. I can go back and check it out. I don't need to get ongoing research anymore because it's literally all happening behind the scenes. I was on Ellen Yen's podcast, you had mentioned. So I took that episode and I repurposed it and put, a, put it in one of my welcome series. I was featured in Forbes. So I took that and I repurposed it and put it in my welcome series. So I just kind of anything that is really a diamond or something that was, could really show credibility on my behalf, or maybe it's a way to really serve my audience. I'm always looking to wait for ways to actually repurpose that content. And again, what better place than in your quiz results or your welcome series where it's all on automation? Yes, we are very on automation friendly here, obviously. <laughs> here for it. So if someone is thinking about doing a quiz and whatnot, I would love to, to wrap this up with what should they be considering? What are things that they should be considering when thinking about implementing a quiz for their business? 
honestly, you should really have a validated offer. The reason why I say that is because it is, it does take quite a bit of time. It's a little overwhelming and, but it's for all good reason. Cause once you actually have an offer that's validated and you create a quiz, you're essentially building your foundation for your business. And then you're creating your hardest working employee. Once you have your quiz, you can go on podcast interviews. You can be in summits. You can just put your pod, your, I'm sorry, you could have your quiz out there, right? And then people take it, they go and they get their results. They are in your welcome series. And essentially you're funneling them to build your trust factor and taking your new lead and turning them into hopefully a new client. So it really does a lot of heavy lifting for you. So you definitely want to have some type of validated offer. It would be great. And by the way, I've created a quiz when I didn't really have a validated offer, but through that experience, it led me to understand myself, my clients a lot better, and it probably pushed me in the right direction. So that's not bad either. But one thing I mentioned was it can be overwhelming and a heavy lift to create. And that's why you and I are working together on adding some AI micro apps to the quiz lab for the fall launch. And I'm super excited about this because it's really going to help people be more efficient with their time, create a quiz with less overwhelm. And I really want to get more quizzes out in the world because their conversion rates, which we haven't even had a chance to touch on, they convert so high. I know Ellen's quiz was converting at 76%, which essentially means that if you're putting this in front of 100 people, 76 of those people were becoming a new lead for Ellen. And I see those numbers often. Matter of fact, Try Interact says on average, a quiz converts at 40%. But typically, if you work with me, they convert much higher. And it's really based on my disc knowledge. And I just attribute it to my past success. But I feel like I can get people's quizzes to create, to be converted much higher than 40%. Yeah, for sure. And it's... It's again, the strategy behind the quiz, right? It's not like you're just like, which my little pony are you? It's this is strategic, right? 100%. And it plays into what people want in your specific area or industry. So I love that. And I love that they're high converting. That is always good news to hear. So let's assume everyone wants to come and create a quiz. And so where should they all go? And you have a fun quiz for them to actually dive into. So share with them uh, where they can get that and what it's all about. Thank you. So I really help coaches, course creators, service providers, and my quiz is what's your quiz to cash strategy. So this is something I talked about in Ellen's interview. So when you link it, and if you actually listen to that interview, it'll actually make sense. I wanted to walk the walk. I wanted to talk the talk, and I wanted to leverage my strengths using a quiz funnel to go from cash, from client, like new lead to actual new client. And so I showcased that. And so essentially the quiz, what's your quiz to cash strategy is going to reveal the same thing for you. Assuming you want to do a quiz, it will actually reveal the strategy that needs to take place that leverages your own personality strengths to make that happen and turn your passion into profit. Plus, I also have a download in there with my six favorite ideal client Uh, avatar questions to ask your ICA. And these questions are key because you can use those answers in your quiz results. So it's perfect. Yes, I'm here for it. Quizzes, downloads, all the things. And that's free quiz. We'll have that link in the show notes. What's your quiz to cash strategy? And 
So go and take it. Go and check it out. And again, I'll have uh, Ellen's quiz in there as well. So you can, again, see Linda's amazing work twice, both for her and for Ellen. Thank you so much, Linda, for coming on and sharing and explaining and really showcasing the benefits of having a quiz in your business. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. And I hope your audience really enjoys the conversation today and that they learn a lot and then take action if it's something they're interested in as well. Oh, I know they will. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 